Hello and welcome back to the Miss Amanda Chen Show. We're now in season three of the 100 Masked Men series where I anonymously interview different men from all around the world about masculinity, sex and relationships and how that contributes to our self-worth. Masked man number 69 is the well-sexed prude. He shares his perspective on why he might engage in sex when he isn't in the mood and we realize it is more about a fear of rejection for the next time so we say yes now. And I guess this is a huge contributor to feelings of worthiness when we are expecting men to perform in a certain way in sex as a way to prove their role in this situation. In this episode, we uncover why I felt so comfortable with the Masked Men series, as most of my intimate relationships have been with strangers. And in my opinion, there is more freedom when there isn't the attachment or expectation of a long-term commitment in place as an indicator of one's true intentions. And you know me and my issue with intentions. So let's get into it. I hope you guys enjoy the show. Okay, what are you feeling since 69? Since that's the episode number that we're on. You know, I think 69 is a mixed bag. I don't know if I just met you if like 69 is where I'm going. I don't know that if like, even if we're having sex like casually, on a semi-regular basis, you know, I feel like that's some real life, like, I don't know, it's a lot of stimuli. From, you don't think so? No, I don't. No, <laughs> I, don't don't think think so. I mean, okay, so look, my... So you every time. As much like, as I can, I will have 69 okay, as much okay, as I can. So just, yes, I want 69. You just mount in 69? That's like, that's your just go-to? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I say that I want 69, like... I will, I will preface that if I'm going to be engaging in intimacy with somebody, I'll be like, yeah, like, how do you feel about 69? Because I would like that to happen. So if someone did say that to you so directly, would 69 then be on the table or would you still be like, no, we're not at that level yet if we even get there? Uh, no, I'm probably just going to do it. You know what I mean? Like if I'm already there, I've already consented to like whatever the situation is going down pretty much from my perspective. So it's just, you know. But in my mind's eye, but I'm still going to be in my mind's eye, like, hmm. So does that happen often? Like as a man, when you're like, this girl asked me to do this weird shit and I'm going to do it because she asked me to, Mm -hmm. we're going to do this now, but I'm feeling weird about that. So even though you consented to it, you don't feel good about it. Yeah, absolutely. I think the first time I had an experience like that, this girl was just like, um, we like eased into a situation where first we had like normal like sex and then the next day she was like yeah can you like choke me i was uh-huh. like sure mm-hmm. then she's like yeah can you like slap me mm-hmm. then i was like um i don't really know that i feel comfortable with that like what do you mean like when you slap you like like not like, like slap me in the face like it's really like slap me in the face so anyways all of a sudden She's like, slap me. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do it. She's like, slap me. I'm like, no, I don't want to do it. And then she's like, you fucking pussy. And I was like, smack. And I was like, oh, it just came over me. So that was how it went. And I was like, I guess I can see the semi, like, eroticism in this. But I still felt kind of bad. Why, so. why, why did you feel bad about that? Because that is kind of something that women say a lot now. And there's, like, music about it. And, like, I don't know. I feel like sex has turned into such a performance now you know like really aggressive really like intense sex whereas before it was kind of like touch your shoulder you know like 
Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it depends on where am I, again, where am I at with this person? You know what I'm saying? Like, this particular girl, I, I don't really know you like that. Like, I met her on Tinder in 2014 in Italy. Like, she came, like, three hours from someplace. Like, I don't know who you are. Like, I don't know. That matters to you? Matters to me whether I'm going to smack you, yeah. Because, like, I don't know what you're going to do with this post-smack. Like, right? Like, if, if I smack you and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, why the fuck would you do that? I'm going to call the police because you assaulted me. If there's a girl that I've been sleeping with for three years and she wants me to smack her, I don't think that's going to be the outcome. Mm. It's a girl for three days. I don't know the outcome. So are you part off from one night stands now because you're afraid of potentially it coming back to you in a negative way, true or false? No, I didn't say that. I just said that. Like, <laughs> I didn't say any of that. It wasn't about the one night stand. It was about the... The three-day slap, that's different. You know what I'm saying? A one-night stand, that's totally cool. That's not what we're talking about. But 69 with the one-night stand, that's probably barred. Unless she's super fine. But it just depends on what the situation is. That's a lot of stimulus. Like, I don't know. Really? Yeah. You don't think so? No. I'm a prude, though, low-key. I'm like the most well-sexed prude of all time. <laughs> Seriously. What? Like, I only sleep in I only like. I only have, like, I only like to have sex in beds. I'm not fucking you on the car or any of this. Like, me, I'm a grown man. Like, I have nice homes with nice beds. I don't really like having sex on the couch because, like, this is an expensive couch. Like, okay. So then, how is performance? Like, I know we were talking about sex a couple times before, when I was saying that, for me, sex is fluid. Like, you don't. There isn't a finish or an an end. Whereas with most men, there's a climax, right? Mm. So is that an indicator of like I've done my job well, can now go to bed, you know, done it, finished, et cetera. Like is it is it that linear? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the simplest yes answer of all time. Now the problem with it is like I feel like the the male ejaculation is just a situation like it's so hard to explain how sapping the situation is. Like it really is. Like it's like when women talk to me about like how their bodies are changing around their like uh, period and, and whatnot, the hormones. Like I think the only hormone, like truly hormonal experience I can like think of is like ejaculating, because you're just like, <clears throat> you're just out, it's over. So for me, it's always one of those things where you're like, okay, I got a one-stop shop, you know what I'm saying? So the performance thing is like, okay, <laughs> I know that if I get to this place, mm -hmm. there's like no going back. It's gonna be like an hour because I'm just going to pass out, right? So you're more so just trying to get to a situation where I feel like, in my experience, if you come first and fall asleep, you're going to get ragged on, you're going to get talked about, you're going to get like poked and prodded by this woman. No, not even like by society, by this woman in particular, this one that's with you in this day, on this moment. She's going to be like, the worst, the, the worst word I know all my dudes out here can, can hear this. The worst word any man can hear is really? Like, uh. really? And it's like, but what do you mean? Do you understand that, like, it's like, like, because that's what every girl says if you, like, come too fast. They're like, really? Mm -hmm. Look you dead in your face, and you're like, well, I mean, yes, really. By virtue of we're having sex. That would be the equivalent of me having sex with a girl and she has an orgasm in the first minute, and I'm like, really? 
So my experience is so different, okay? Because if if a woman comes first in like the first 20 seconds, yeah, she's now ready to receive more, mm-hmm. right? Because that's just the warm up. If that. you if you come before she even comes, then there's nothing. She ha- can't, she didn't even warm up yet. Yeah. So you know what I mean? Yeah, but see, this is the thing about performance, right? This is what we gotta talk about. Because here's <laughs> the thing, because of this unlimited ability. You know, or desire, not only say ability, I would say like desire. I feel like there's an unlimited desire for women to have like more orgasms. There's a desire to have oh, more yeah, like orgasms. I need like, like 12. Right. <laughs> what I'm saying is like the singular orgasm for men is so sapping that the idea of doing that twice is like, I don't even want to do that. Mm-hmm. I, or at least that's how I feel. I'd be like, I don't even want to do that twice. That's a lot. This mm-hmm. is a lot of energy, a lot of like, just a lot of shit that went into like this singular thing. So then shouldn't there have been so much more effort of like, but also, like all of this time with this woman and then you're like, okay, here's my two cents. Finish. But, but it's not about effort. You know what I mean? Like sometimes when you go and you have a meal with somebody, you know, you sit there, you talk, you like slowly bite, you do the steak, whatever. Like, you know, you sit there when a waiter comes, you're like, no, I'll keep it. Sometimes you're so hungry, the food comes. And it's gone within the first three minutes. You didn't even have a conversation. You just ate the food. It's like sometimes that shit is just really good. Like, what do you mean? Like, it's not like a, oh, I, I couldn't hold on. It's like a, <laughs> we're having sex. Yeah, but then you still stuck around for dinner and dessert and everything else. And you're still with this person and participating. You didn't fucking just like mm. finish eating and then leave the table. I know, but the, I know, but I told you the ejaculation is so sapping. Like it's, it's not a game. I have to really come on record and say this. I feel like nobody talks about this. That shit is not a game. Why do you think dudes just pass out? It's, it's not like, it's not like willful sleep. Okay, so with my experience when this happens, and I might not be in the most sober mind when this happens, so I continue, and eventually this man starts working again, right? And he's surprised at the fact that, oh, look, I still have some mojo left. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I just think that you're not giving yourself enough credit that you can continue on. You just decide not to because you're <laughs> like, oh, I've already done it. So I'm good. But there are those times where you have been challenged oh, to surely. power go. Like, go no, and, no and, and honestly, you have to have like an immense willpower. You're right. Because sometimes you're in a situation where you're just like, wow. Like, I really want to have sex with this girl some more. Like, that's what I want. That's what the desire. But that's rare. That's rare. I'm telling you, in my whole life, that's rare. That's like a, that's a small, less than 5% percentage of like, I have to more times right now. Mm-hmm. That's, that's like, that's all time scarcity mindset. If, you, if a dude is like, I got to do it four more times with this girl today, they really... Or like, I really don't know if I'll ever get the chance to do this again. So I have to do this more. Well, I don't think it's that scarcity mindset. I think it's like, whoa, I'm getting like surprised at my own body That's with true. this with this woman's experience, you know? That's and true. she's unlocking all this stuff for me. And the thing is, she can unlock all of this stuff emotionally, right? And I think... You, I think that's a space that we're more comfortable, right? With like women unlocking emotions in men. But women unlocking anything sexually, I think that's complicated so that's why i'm asking you as as a man do you think that it's up to the man to always be showing her what's new with sex like or do you learn something new from women having sex of course you learn from the women yeah of course i mean you have to learn i mean you have to let so i don't know there's there's stages of it all 
Yeah. Right. There's stages of it all, and it really has to tie back to what's this guy feeling about like himself? What is he feeling about? Why are you with the girl? Right. So sometimes you're with a girl because you want to show everybody else that you got this bad girl, but like you know maybe this beautiful woman or whatever or this successful. It depends on what you're what you're doing it for. Maybe you're with this girl because she's a successful person, you're a successful person, and that, like, adds to your shit, and, like, she's also sexy, that's cool, too. I guess to answer the question, it's just, like, I feel like if you're open to allowing these, to just look at the different experiences, like, if you're out dating and having sex with different people, like, you should be paying attention to, like, what's going on, like, I've, yeah, I've learned lots of stuff from girls because I'm like, oh, wow, like, that girl did that, I'd never seen that before, like, wow, that, she learned, like, a whole mechanism, like, whoa, different skills, different ways that people do things, different ways people, you know, move their bodies. So I think that any man is, like, being coy if he's saying that, like, he hasn't learned, like, any sexual stuff from women because, like... So I've heard this a couple of times. Some guys are like, well, I've been having sex for this long of a time. Was this random woman telling me how to have sex properly, you know? There is so. that, though. Well, no, what I'll say is this. For a, for a couple of years of my life, I had, like, a playbook, right? Okay. So if you're fucking me, like, you're, you're, you're getting the playbook. This shit works. This is the situation. Like, this is how it's going to go down. Yes. Boom, 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 boom. This is like an 88% chance, like 88% winner. When I was younger, I was a real savage. The way I used to think about it was like, I only really care about delivering, but like super quality sex if I want to fuck this girl again or one of her friends. Because if I, if she's like rolling with a posse of like four or five like beautiful girls, if you, Put it down on this girl. She is going to tell her friends, and one of those five is going to hit you up. That is a real thing, and I don't care what anybody says. It is always the truth. One of them is going to slide. Like, yo. <laughs> that is so. Savage. I heard. Oh I'm God. just telling you. Hey, I'm telling you. Comment, y'all know it. That you know that's some real shit. They every time. It's I never. It's never not happened. You know that that's that's funny because as as a man, I think you know there's there is a status there. You know, it's like, okay, if I perform really well, that is going to, word of mouth, take me to, to more, right? Yeah, absolutely. If a woman does it really well and the guy talks about it with other guys, this woman gets passed around. That's I mean, but it's not, the same. This, but she's not being celebrated. She is being celebrated. She's being <laughs> celebrated by being passed around. What are you talking about? Like, they're on the line the same that way that the other so girls. That is so disrespectful, though. No, like, in not. the context of the No, okay, standard. listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying again. Okay. On the other side, it's oh like, it's like okay, I'm chilling around with my homeboys, and this has happened many times. So this is how I know that it's not true that it's not celebrated. It's just, it's just we wanna, we don't wanna call this celebration. No, uh, hold on, hold on. It can't be celebration if you're gonna be like, yo, this girl, like, our like our sex is undeniable. It's amazing. You're not gonna wanna share that. That's not true. You wouldn't wanna share that. Yeah, why would you not? Aren't aren't you like possessive about like that's my girl? I'm not like, one of those guys. I'm definitely one of the like I'm definitely a free love agency type of guy though. The way I think about it is like this girl weren't this girl used her agency to come and sleep with me. Mm-hmm. So I don't see why she can't use her her agency to come and sleep with my friend or with both of us or with whatever she wants because she can do whatever she wants to do. Mm-hmm. So like I don't trip about that because like I don't understand. That's very weird, manipulative, and strange. But I like the fact that somebody would use their agency to have sex with me. That's what I think is more cool. So explain this idea of women choosing you. Like you don't choose them. Or is it equal? No, I mean, I think it's one of those things where I used to describe it like this. Women are like the house and men are like salesmen. 
So men go door to door, they're like, knock, 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 hi, I'm insert blank, like I'm a cool guy, I have this thing, I have that thing, like I can tell you this thing. And women open the door and are like, mm, no, I'm okay, close. Okay. Then they wait for the next dude to come up, do, do, do. And he's like, oh, I got this, I got that. She's like, mm, you can come inside. You can come and have some tea, but you can't, like, I ain't saying you can stay here, but you can, like, interview in the den. So you interview in the den, and they're like, oh, blah, that's what dinner is. They're just like, oh, blah, 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 yada, 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 da, 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 da. Okay, okay. Then they're like, hmm, you can come upstairs. So then you're like, okay, cool. So then you go upstairs, bing, bam, you're like, lit, another great sales day. Next house. Let's see if I can go and get my odds over there. Knock, knock, knock. Hey, here's my whole shit. They're like, I'll buy. And so you figure out your pitch after a while where, like, okay, I know how to get in the house for sure. Like, I understand my, like, bundle of goods. Just like every other commerce problem, scarcity of resources. I understand my bundle of goods. I understand how to package it so that people understand what it is. They like it. They're charmed by it. I always at least get into the living room. Mm -hmm. I'm a big living room guy, you know? I respect the houses. I ain't trying to go upstairs unless you're like, come upstairs. Because I came here for the part of the, hey, come upstairs. Not the even being upstairs. Mm -hmm. That is the rush. The rush is the, we made it out of the living room into the bedroom. Now, what's going on in the bedroom is like, for me, is always like a thanks for, a thanks for, the, <laughs> for the investment or whatever. Like, thanks for the trust almost. I don't think that's a popular opinion, though. Because I think the real trial is in the bed, right? It's like you're working your way up and you have, you have your, your canned speech, whatever. You have all that. You already know what's going to sell. You know like the target market and the niche that you're working with and these, these are the group of people that you can get and then you have to perform. No? At the end? Yeah, but you know, once you become a good salesman, you got a product. You know what I'm saying? You got a product. You're going to come deliver. You got a playbook. I just told you. So you already know that your playbook has won a lot of championships. So you're, you're only going into the situation with the confidence that when we go upstairs, that is obviously the situation. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't get into this business of going door to door if you don't know that the product that you're bringing is lit to me to me so i this is a secret maybe you don't know this but women they they would rather just choose the hot guy like if it's in a room of like everyone that's playing the same game they all have their playbook they'll just choose the hot guy because they're going to assume that he's probably better at sex than than the really? lesser hot guys 100 percent, because they all suck so you might as well go for one that's hot that's nice to look at wow is that what it is or is it the fact that you see the hot guy and you assume that he's probably had sex with more girls yeah he probably has right well, that's right? that. Well, but that's what I'm saying. So then, the playbook, you're so based it on experience now. Right. So now it becomes a situation where you're like, okay, this guy looks like a star quarterback, whatever that looks like. Oh, like this guy's got money and he probably has a lot of girls. It's it's whatever they think makes you look the most practiced, perhaps, if you will. You yeah. Know? Okay. So here I am thinking I'm gonna choose the hottest guy, the most fit looking guy, like whatever, out of this pool of all of these people with the same playbook. Mm. And usually those are the ones that don't perform. I don't know if there's just too much pressure on this, like, I'm the hot guy, so i got to, like, perform every single time and just can't perform anymore. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's a, a couple of things. First of all, it becomes, if you are the hot guy, you already, like, know that you can basically have sex anyway, like, any time. Because if you're having sex with this new girl, there's at least a whole band of old girls or your ex-girlfriends and a whole like slew of girls that you like you're choosing not to choose so that you can go and choose this new girl. 
That's like one thing. So sometimes it becomes like you weren't even doing it for having sex. You were doing it, I told you, to get upstairs. Like I know that that sounds really like, I know we're supposed to be talking about sex, but I think that is what is at a loss for women sometimes. They don't understand like, nah, man, the moment that you were like, you can hit, that's when I hit. Like that's when it was lit because that was the point. Now all this other shit is like, I gotta come do this, but like, unless I really think that I really am like, oh, I'm so attracted to this girl or whatever, maybe I am being whack because like, maybe I really didn't want to. I don't know. I mean, this is I think this is hot people syndrome. I think you know, like anyone that's hot, male or female, can get it all the time, and like most women can just get it all the time because they just have a valuable asset. Um, so I think that conversation. It doesn't really matter. You know, it's like not so much about performance. Mm. It's more about access that you're seeing it in that context. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for a lot of men, it's about access. Yeah, but... For, for women, it's performance. Because I gave you access so you could perform. See, that's the thing. So when you said all that mattered to you was getting the approval to go upstairs, right? If I gave you approval to go upstairs, it's because you pass all the tests. Mm. And then I'm giving you the final result of this i'm giving you the prize and you're going to be whatever about the prize that makes me feel less worthy because i'm like the fuck like you went through all this work and then you don't actually want to eat the cookie like why don't you know what the fuck it's on a silver platter at this point no it's not even that you don't want to eat the cookie sometimes you're just like i mean you're like ah no no, listen this is what it's like (laughs) girls have the cookie on a silver platter right but it's in a platter and the thing about a platter is opaque so you can't see the cookie that's inside so sometimes what happens is you get upstairs and they're like, voila, and you're like, man, I'm allergic to fucking peanut butter. And <laughs> you got a peanut butter cookie, like, I don't even want that. Do you understand what I'm saying? If you're saying served up on silver platter, okay. remember, you don't, you don't see it until they reveal. Oh my God. So you don't even know. You just have been, it's, a, it's been an entire speculative game. That's what I'm saying. It's been an entire speculative game until, like, the moment that you're actually in it. And then sometimes, you know, you just be like, this is cool, but... I'm not that inclined to like go that hard at, at this situation, but it depends on how old you are too. When I was in my twenties, I was on a conquest situation. And it was important to me that every girl that slept with me walked away being like, that was a fucking tremendous situation. So I used to take it seriously like that. So that was a part of your ego, of your identity too. Yeah. Like I got it. Like if I'm in here, like, because that's how you get in more upstairs because we're like, ah, that kid, good job. Nice. You know, so you think about it. You're on the good list. Yeah, Yeah, you're like, yeah. Why are you saying that in a positive light? Because I get that all the time, but I get that because I was never a girlfriend. I was always a side girl. And for me, it was like I didn't deserve to be the main girl. And also maybe I just didn't want to be the main girl because you're going to get cheated on if you're the main girl. So safe bet, be the side girl. And I will always get called for my performance because I'm fucking awesome. Mm. But... I didn't take that as a positive because of the double standard and that slutty and like all these things. And like as much as I pride myself on it and I know I perform well, I can't, I can't receive that same like kudos the way that you're talking about it. Mm, but see, we didn't finish this thought earlier about the, the girls' kudos for the, the boys. I'm just trying to tell you that if I go home mm-hmm. and I tell my boys like, yo, listen, I, like I know this has happened too many times. Yo, man. You know, such and such. Yeah, like who, blah, 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 old buddy's old girl or whatever. Bro, I was out last night. She was at this place. I took this home girl. This girl is like 
A Savage, Beast Mode. That shit was crazy. Best head ever. Nuts. They're like, for real? They're like, yeah, bro. That shit was crazy. Like, oh, so you fucking wear it, bro? You trying to, like, that's your situation? Or what's up? Like, nah, bro. Like, this is whatever. That's cool. That shit was great. DM. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, it's there. Like, that is the kudos. Like, ain't nobody gonna say nothing besides, like, yeah, that's lit. Like, do it. And now on the back end, you're probably gonna go back to say at homeboy and be like, bruh. You wasn't lying. That shit was crazy. Okay, so this is what happens. Okay, I'm going to continue that story. And then people send the DMs and whatever, and some people respond and some people I don't. The ones that I don't respond to start lying and saying that they're having sex with me because they want to go back to their friends and be like, oh, yeah, I did her too. Mm. So why does that happen? What is with this lying thing of, like, having sex with a girl that you didn't have? I don't know anything about that. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. But so Have you experienced somebody lie to you about that? Like a, like, a, like a friend lied to you saying, hey, I did that, and then you, you know. Okay. I, have, I, I have been aware of that. And you do have to catch yourself about that because, you know, the lies come in these forms. You know, you went on a date with the girl. You went home with her. Maybe you fooled around. You made out. You got some head or something. And so your boys are like, yo, bro, you hit. Like when you're younger, you're like, like, ugh. you know, you have to like grow into it as a person to just be like, nah, bro, that's not how it happened. I'm just saying. I feel like that's a younger shit, though. Okay. 17 and shit. Like, you don't want to be in. Like, so no grown ass man is going to say I that. I feel like you. if you're a grown ass man, you lying on your dick, that's crazy. We don't do that. Like, that's certainly something that we, like, I remember in my mid 20s, like, why are you lying on your dick, though? That's, 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 a, that's a real life, like, violation in the code, I feel like, for the bros. That's a bro code violation. <laughs> don't lie on your own dick, bro. That's crazy. So what's been wild for me, and I think I told you this, is like, I know when guys are talking about having sex with me, they're lying. Mm-hmm. Because anyone that's had sex with me, like 99.9% of them have had a, a performance issue. But what's a performance issue? Can like they can't keep it up. They can't keep it up? They can't get it up? Um, both. Are we keeping it up post-ejaculation, or are we just keeping it up like... The performance at like for at today lunch. for tonight okay, yeah so you're so you're up for a hot minute and then we're fooling around and then it goes down and it just doesn't come back up and then it gets super awkward because you're trying to shove in like fucking flaccid shit yeah, it's not working out and then it's like chill out let's just play and do other stuff there's a bunch of other things that we can do without that right nah. now and <laughs> nah nobody wants to do that <laughs> I'm going to bed like. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but no, seriously, but you're not I'm not kidding at so all. So, okay, why is that a thing? This is like a, a, is this a big masculine thing? Like, like there's no point to be here anymore? <laughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be real. Like, it's nah, fun. it just depends. Like, I'm telling you, I feel like I've thought about this a lot, even when I've been in the moment. Like, honestly, <laughs> if I don't care about you, like, not as not a person, but like, no, it's not about not caring about somebody. It's about not caring about the outcome, right? It's about being like, I mean, if she don't talk to me no more, it's not that deep. It's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. That's all it is, just like not caring about the outcome. So then it depends. I think in my, <clears throat> like in between 28 and 30-ish, one of my big things was like I started to get like annoyed by women who I felt were like too demanding about the performance in a way that, I don't think I could demand this performance back. I couldn't, I, I don't feel like I, I don't feel like there's space, especially I was like, this is like 2017, 2018. I don't feel like there's space for me to be like 
upset that some girl didn't like suck my dick. Like I don't think that's like a deal. You know what I'm saying? In the same way that you could be like, I can't believe this guy didn't get me off. Like I just don't think we have that power or that space to do that. And so that makes it a little bit awkward when girls are doing it because I'm like, I don't know that I have this power like this. Like I wouldn't, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like I don't yeah, know if that's. A, I, I hear you, and 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 you don't feel like that anymore, just because the whole Me Too stuff. But like women have not changed yet that fast. So right. they they still think like, oh, I gotta give him head. I like this is part of this is part of the deal, you know. I gotta like get him into it, and then he'll get me into it, and blah blah blah. And then that's why we're more likely to be like, the fuck, really? Like I went through all this energy. I like, I like prepared all my shit. I shaved my shit. I like did all this stuff that, you know, like I went through all of this energy and, and I'm being like sexually open. I'm hot. Like I'm doing all the things and you're still not giving it to me. What the fuck? Uh, yeah, that makes sense from that perspective. That's unfortunate. I'm definitely, yeah, (laughs) I definitely wasted some waxes out there. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, ladies. (laughs) It wasn't my fault. It was great. Slip and slide. It was lit. But that's the thing, right? And I think I started to realize, like, I had a big addiction to sex. I was like, I have to give the best head so that I will receive the best sex. Hmm. And then I would get really disappointed when it doesn't happen. You know? And I'm like, that was selfish as fuck. Like, maybe you'll just finish. I'm like, excuse me? And then I didn't realize this as, like, maybe this guy thought I was just doing this as a gesture. Which yeah, is probably sure. probably probably the truth, and I was no, like, no, sure. no, no, I'm doing this for a mission because I want you to get excited and then have sex with me. I I used to get in a lot of trouble about like I'm not a huge oral sex guy, right? Mm-hmm. And girls would be like, well, I always give you head, and I'm like, I have never asked for you to give me head in your entire life. You mm-hmm. always just start sucking dick, and I'm what am I gonna be like? No, don't do it. <laughs> like, no, I'm just gonna like let you go. I thought that's what you. You looked very inclined to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Obviously, I have not seemed so inclined to do the other. Now, if you want to not do that, I don't know, whatever. But it's like from a series of, I feel like if you're out here in these streets, okay, which I was uh, largely in this time, you can't be willy-nilly with the oral sex. Like, that's not the answer. Like, it's not all, like, we don't know what's in the platter. That's what I'm trying to explain. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on until I get there. And I'm like, hey, mm-hmm. this is either like okay or not like whatever like you know what i mean so how come you don't know until you get there like do you not have a conversation about sex and what you guys like and like whether or not this is gonna be compatible because if i'm like we're talking right now and i'm like 69 is on the table and you're like no 69 mountain in 69 (laughs) like immediately i get it like there you go blow (laughs) and you're like no (laughs) no i wouldn't be like no but i just be like whoa you know in my mind i'd be like whoa it's a lot this is a lot it's a lot. It's not. I just feel like that. It is a lot because it's just like the same thing as when you just like whip it out, dude. Like it is. Like if there's a girl sitting on a couch, you just whip your dick out at like face level. It's the same thing. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, whoa, there's pussy in my face. <laughs> that shit came quick. Okay. And but- it's like people are heavy. That's my thing about 69 is like an actual like serious fit. But I told you I'm a. You guys can both be on the sides. Oh, that's real. I'm not that advanced. I'm not that advanced. I have found ways to accommodate. But uh, <laughs> okay, so I like to do this before we get to the bedroom. Is we have a conversation about the sex. 
I did that what, when I was younger. Right? Like, what's on the table? What's not on the table? Let's talk about condoms. Let's talk about birth control. Let's maybe talk about diseases. Let's maybe talk about ex-partners or current partners or shared partners and all these things so that we're in a safe space when we're talking about consent. You talk about consent upstairs, you, you might be half naked at this point, right? Oh, yeah, so, for sure. For sure. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's definitely true. I mean, the consent shit, like, I'm one of those people where I used to have several rules in order to understand how to just, in the playbook, to ensure that we don't have any penalties, if you will, mm-hmm. right? So, like, for example, my thing is, like, I'm taking off all clothes except for I'm not taking off underwear. I'm not doing it. Like, I did, like, like for, she like, has to take her own underwear take oh You got to do it because my thing about this, I'll roll around in this bed all night with you. But if you're not that serious enough that you know you're a grown-ass woman that you could just take off your own panties and just fuck me, then you wasn't that serious about it. Then mm-hmm. okay. I ain't going to – I'm not going to do this shit, though, because I already did everything else. I'm sitting here, dick hearts, like, you already know. So what you mean? Maybe my clothes are off. So to me, I'm just like, if my clothes are off, and you've been wearing panties all night, and we're making out and rolling around in the bed, then that's what you want to do tonight. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really see. But then some girls would be like, no, like, why didn't you just make make a move? Hmm. It's just like, that's like a very small form of consent from my perspective that like, some, most, not even most, but I'd say 50-50. There's 50-50 of girls who are like, obviously, because like, that's what we came here for. And this is the thing, like, I'm, I'm happy for those women that don't have enough trauma. That, that That's like, I'm in. I'm, that's, that's what we do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, like, I have a problem with spooning. It's kind of rapey for me. 69, but you can spoon. Yes to 69, but not spooning. Yeah, because spooning is hmm. rapey. Hmm. You just like slip and slide like from behind. Hmm. It, it's different if you like, if we're like making out and then I turn around and da 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 da, like it like, moves into something, but you can't just like slide. Oh, yeah, I got the sneaker. Oh, I get you like the sneaker creeper. You don't like that? <laughs> That's rapey. It is. I- I'm a big person. Again, this is what I'm saying about consent. Like, <laughs> so I think the lines that? are blurred. The lines are blurred, right? It, it was really difficult for me in this particular time period because I used to be like, okay, I had sex with this girl last night. Now, I really want to have sex with her this morning. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't really want to ask her because I feel Why like Why don't you ask? I don't. It's like, not that whisper deep, in her man. fucking ear. Hey, like, deep. I want to go inside now. What do you think? And then she can finally say yes or no. Yeah, but this is the thing. You don't ask because you don't really want to hear no. So I'd rather just not do it than hear no. Because then if I hear no, then I'm like, fuck, man. I'm like, now I got to go in the bathroom or some shit. This is whack. So I don't even want to ask. I'm not going to do it. I mean, I will make out with someone and then I'll like get really close to them. And they'll be like, can I touch your dick? And then they're just going to say yes. But like, <laughs> why? What do you mean they're just going to say yes? What do you say no? Maybe I say no. They might actually say no. You know what? Sometimes they do say no, but like, Thank you. they're going to enthusiastically usually say yes and be like, you didn't have to, you didn't have to ask. Yeah, I don't care. I'm asking. So why can't you ask us? No, here's the thing. I'm going to, like, we have to, this is a, a, a pivot, but while we have this time <laughs> and I'm on this microphone, I want to have this conversation. This has to be out in the world. Okay, look. Shit gets weird sometimes, right? <laughs> Okay, and the thing about it is I just feel like there are totally ways of which, like, I have personally been sexually assaulted by a woman before because of this particular conversation that we're talking about, about the idea that, like, there's just always, like, a omnipresent male consent 
it's a poisonous idea and a thought, and it steals many men of their agency on a regular basis because you didn't ask me if I wanted to have sex. You assumed that I wanted to have sex in your own mind and, like, as a narrative in your situation, right? So I think that's, like, the issue sometimes, like, when you talk about it like that, when we're just like, oh, if I ask a dude, like, if I can touch his dick, obviously the answer is yes, but maybe not. You know what I mean? Maybe not. Maybe I've definitely been in a situation where girls are like, oh, hello, and I'm like, mm. Yeah, but I still asked. And if you said yes now, you can finally understand the discomfort that some women have when they say yes, when they really didn't mean to say yes. That's real. A lot of that. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of that on the male side, too. I mean, I, I feel like there's been 33% of the time when I'm like, uh. So then what makes you say yes when you don't want to? Because it, what makes you say yes is because usually, for me, it's all about relational dynamics. Is what we started the, the, the episode about. Where are we at on the spectrum of what do I owe you in this arena? I know that sounds really interesting, but if I just met you, I don't owe you shit. Mm -hmm. So then whatever, okay? But if I've been having sex with you for a minute, I owe you a little more. Do you? If I've been fucking with you for like five years, like I gotta like... Why, why do you owe them more? <sighs> Why, why do you owe someone more if you've known them for a day or a year? Because when you meet somebody, there's this idea that you don't have any history, you don't have any, you know, trust or any, you know, investment with one another. So what you would be willing to invest at the beginning should be or could be lower, and nobody would say anything about that. So that doesn't mean that you have to invest lower. It just means that if you invest lower, nobody's going to trip. The more and longer that you've been investing with someone, though, the, the investment rounds get higher, you know? At first, you can invest a dollar, and they're just like, oh, man, somebody invested a dollar. I mean, that's really cool. It's a dollar exchange. The more you start to deal with people, it starts to become $50 exchanges, $500 exchanges. Why, why did the commodity move from a dollar a day to $50 today? Because women are in a situation <laughs> where they have been socialized to believe that they themselves in their existence are a commodity. Now they push against this commoditization on a regular basis, but yet they leverage this commoditization at all times. Re free dinners, re like all don't eat all types of stuff. So that's the thing about it is that the women do it. The women are the ones that are driving the price of the investment between $1, $50, at the various stages of your relationship. Because after a year, if your girl's like, oh, you don't, like, why don't you want to have 69? Like, why not? Like, you don't fuck, like, what do you mean? Right? But the, if a one night stand's not going to be like, what do you mean? If a girl was like, what do you mean when I just met her about, like, doing the 69, I'd be like, what are you, like, calm down. Like, can I throw fuck you? Is that okay? Like, what do you mean? Like, you just can't, like, women? Like, what do you mean? Just have normal sex? Missionary, you know? Okay. <laughs> I mean, most of my relationships have been one night stands, right? So I don't have. Is that a relationship with one night stand? Those are, my, those are relationships, That's I guess, fair. right? That's fair. So if, if I have 24 hours with people, like, my relationships are, I mean, that's why I have this podcast. My relationships are with strangers, right? So instead of <laughs> fucking around with guys, I've been emotionally fucking around with guys in the last, whatever, six months. So, so I think when you're with a stranger, you, you are more willing to do things, more open to do things because you don't know what the rest is going to be. But when you're in a committed relationship, somehow you have created these webs of expectation. So where do you think that came from? Hmm. Yeah. What it comes from is the movies, right? 
and the societal expectations, like again, the, the, the mounting investment, we can think about the way we think about relationships in general, right? That you meet somebody and then you start dating and they move from dating to being engaged and you move from being engaged to being married. There's like a, a, a step. Yeah, there's a script. There's a there's a like a lockstep way that you grow with someone. That's why. So then they're like, okay, you know, there's girls who are like, I don't, I don't, uh, no, no, no. There's girls who are like, I don't give head unless I'm in a committed relationship. Now they're fucking raw dog all day, but no head because you're not my boyfriend. For sure, many women who, who subscribe by that, and that's to me very goofy, but it is what it is. I don't, I'm not tripping. But for me, that is the same kind of vein about the 69 then, right? I guess I never thought about that. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't really feel, I feel like the stranger do whatever you want shit is dangerous from a man perspective. Because that can go, that can go so many places. Like, what do you mean? Do whatever you want because you don't know this girl. So that's, maybe that's the interesting thing about it is like, I would feel, because of a lot of what we're talking about, about the power dynamics, I don't feel as safe to do whatever with a rando. Cause I don't, like I said earlier, I don't know what you're gonna do with like this stuff. Like if I slap you, I don't know you, I don't know what's going on. If you're my girlfriend in five years, and you're like, I wanna get slapped, I'm gonna slap, like I'm gonna, of course I'm gonna slap you. What you mean? I spend every day with you. So you're not gonna trip. You're not gonna wake up and call the police. You're not gonna do shit. You're just gonna be like, yes, babe, that was awesome. So I feel like that's how it is for me, it's in reverse. I wouldn't do a lot of shit to strangers that I probably would do somebody I was in a relationship with because I just, know that those outcomes Weird. are not gonna be, you know what I'm saying? I know that my girlfriend is not probably gonna be like, that was rough if we have rough sex all the time. And that's like what her situation, you know what I'm saying? Like if that's what our consensual situation is. But with a stranger, there's always that room for like, I don't know if that was a real yes. That's hilarious. Like I think with strangers, you're more likely to accept what that is. Um, if you're in a relationship with somebody you're more likely to be vocal about it because you're not as afraid of them, mm. you know, um, because it's public, it's there already, you know, and, and you can severely damage someone else's life. So if you really wanted to be savage like that, you can. If it's a one night stand, no one's gonna believe you because you only spent 24 hours with this person. Mm. It's not as much validity. If I want to fuck someone up, I'd like date them for five years and fuck them up if I was, if I needed to. But not on a one night stand, and I guess, I guess that's probably why I'm more honest because I'm only doing one night stands. Like I don't, I don't want to hold possession to these people. Yeah, that's a that's a thing too. I mean, like I was saying, I mean access, right? Yeah. I think so much of it, from a male perspective, is about access. Like I think back in my life, if you're gonna run a squad of five girls and you got your whole little roster, whatever you're doing, you know. That shit take it's like it's like having a, a farm or like a garden, dog. Like you gotta really have a whole system. I, I have a, used to have a whole system, literally. It was like this. It was like, okay, in order to have this woman garden, there is there is a process in this, right? So I would go out one night a week, which would be like a seating week, maybe I'd, or a seating night. Maybe I go out Saturday. I meet a couple of new girls, get their number, whatever. So that's seating, right? So then I'm into seating. the yeah. Oh so then God. I'm into the watering stage, right? So now. Maybe over the last two weeks, I got 10 numbers. We finna see what's up with all these 10 girls. Boom, boom, boom. Maybe I go on four dates, five dates. Maybe, I don't know, after a while I got good. Maybe I go on all the dates, but I got a lot of girls now, so I can't go on all the dates. So I gotta go like four, My, the top four that are like, respond. So then I'm watering, I'm watering, I'm texting, I'm joking, I'm laughing, I'm dinner. Dinner, boom, okay, so let's see what's going on. 
Oh, okay. Two might. I'm not. I'm not a big like take you home after the first night kind of guy. I'm a second. I'm a second date kind of guy. You know, just to let you know, it's not that pressing. It's okay. You can go home. No worries. Then they're like, I can't believe it. He sent me. Oh my gosh! Like we had such a good night. Oh my gosh! I can't wait to see him again. <laughs> You're there, right? <laughs> So then, you, <laughs> so then out of the play, yeah, okay. out of the four, out of the four, you probably get the dinner and second day joint. You probably have sex with all four of those, right? For sure. Then you're like, okay, for sure. For sure. <laughs> so then you're like, okay, that was cool. Like they're all cool, but I can't keep them all because it's like I got. So wait, that's that from there. Okay, we'll do it like this. So let's just say the four girls at the beginning. So you have sex with all four girls. You like. Two of them better than the other two, but maybe your top two are like less accessible on a regular basis. They're like really busy, they have jobs, whatever. So it's gotta be like, okay, I gotta take this girl out Friday night. That's like my Friday night situation. She's like top billing, Friday night, go to the show, she's good to go. But what about Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Monday, Sunday? Come on, like, you know? So you got, they end up getting into their little spots in the garden, and then after a while, some of them don't like. The amount of shade they're getting, the amount of water, they feel like they're getting less, you know. Some stay and be trees. So every man's got a tree in his life. Don't, don't, don't get it twisted. There's some girl that has been there for way too long and that, like, he doesn't really, really, really okay. fuck with. But that is not a tree. That is a weed. No, okay. That's a, and that's, that a, is that's a oak tree. That thing ain't even going nowhere. You got to take the chainsaw to that because it's so hard to get no, rid of it. The girl has to leave. She yeah, needs to get she's herself worked She's an oak tree. She's in that. She's in that mug. She's so strong, and that's the thing no. that that's the thing about it is like no. you gotta understand though. You gotta chop her down. The dude can't chop her down <laughs> because in the garden it's a process all the time. So if you have this very large tree that is always bearing fruit, why would you take a chainsaw to your number one fruit because bearer? Because why don't you let her free? Like I know. None I had, of you guys I had to let somebody know. free. I had to let somebody free. I really did have to understand that. Like, damn, it was painful though because that's your tree. You know what I'm saying? You. It's so still what happens love. when the tree gets legs and fucking walks out finally? That's not really how it goes. You know, it, it, it withers up and stops bearing fruit, but it doesn't sprout legs and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you that right now. I know. I know. She's ruined. Yeah. Yeah. That's not how it's going. Like, it'll just dry up. She'll be like, I don't fuck with you anymore. Or like, she got a boyfriend that built a wall up around the tree, but she ain't like wither and die or go anywhere. And that's what I'm saying about being on the good list. Because if the boyfriend goes away and the barrier comes down... One day, you might just see a flower on the tree, mm. bearing fruit once again. And it's sad, but it's the that truth. That is very sad. But, I mean, that's how you do it. So, I'm just letting you know. I just, I just hate, that, I hate that you let the tree stay there. It's rough, but here's the thing. You're a tree in their life, too, you know? Okay, so this person is never going to leave. Like, they clearly are diminishing their self-worth. you're never going to leave them either, though. Like, you can't chop the tree down. So, you're always going to have a day for them, too. Yeah, that's but what I'm you're... you're, you're it's not that you can't chop it down because you, you want that security blanket. Yeah, That's for sure. a selfish Because act. your other trees are not that strong yet. No, you shouldn't have any of these trees to begin with. You shouldn't have so many trees. I'm just saying, it's a lot of gardening. It's a lot of gardening. Oh my God, this is so it's, bad. Yeah, it's a lot of gardening. But it's, it's a, okay, how do you look at relationships now? You got a one girl show I do, now? I do. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, I do. So yeah. is this a tree situation or what? Nah, is there no garden? Nah, like, nah, no garden. What is it? No, nah, it's like after all these years of being an avid farmer, being a botanist, excellent, you know, <laughs> situation. Oh what I realized was that 
you know, for all of this growing and gardening and whatnot, it was an entertaining process for when, you know, just like people who garden, you know, like there's a time in your life when you think that's an enjoyable thing to be doing, to be playing around in the soil and all the rest of it. But, you know, at the end of the day, you realize through this gardening process that the, 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 the fruit-bearing tree really was the sustainment of the whole shit, you know? And all this other garden and seeding and all this was just, like, something to do, but really, like, you enjoyed going to get that fruit off that constant tree. So as you get older, you're like, let me just plant a tree and have some fruit and just do that. And if I tend to this particular situation, like I've tended to all those situations, it should bear even more fruit and better and have the whole situation. So as I got older, I just started to understand, like, okay, this is cool for, for me, I did it for the purposes of learning about people and experience and just understanding, like, how do you even, like, talk to different people and different experience, everybody, different body types and different everything, just for the pure experience of the garden. But once you have that, you don't want to do that in perpetuity. It ain't that fun. So then I had to stop lying to myself and stop lying to girls altogether and saying I had a girlfriend but be cheating. Then I moved into a phase where I was just honest with every girl. They're like, yeah, I got a, a few girls or like whatever. I just am free. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, that was cool too. Then I met someone I was like, I'll be in a relationship. That's cool. Big fruit bearing tree. Okay. So now that you have one relationship where you're having sex in a monogamous situation, mm-hmm. how do you guys talk about sex? And are you like, oh, I'm going to have to have sex on this night because she wants to because we're in a long-term relationship, blah, 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 blah. Like, what is the compromise with sex now that you've decided that you're in a monogamous relationship? Yeah, I mean, we have a lot of sex, so I probably that probably helped me, like, more to be comfortable in a monogamous relationship because I was like, oh, I really want to have sex with this girl all the time anyway, so that's chill. So that's like, and I had not really, well, I guess I hadn't felt that before, but. I have to open myself up to being like open and explorative again because like I told you I was a well sex prude. So for me, I'd be like, so that's what I have to fight mm-hmm. is like I'm the one that low key is like, I don't really feel like it. And I feel like this is one of those things that you have to feel like in, in the relationship where it's like, if you have established a norm where the guy is the one who's initiating, then that was really what happens with a lot of that void, I feel like, when pe- couples stop having sex. Because then it just becomes like, but why do I always have to do this? And then the woman's like, yeah, but that's what you do. And then it's like, well, I don't feel like doing that. So now nobody's having sex because nobody wants to like be the initiator. Because I told you, the worst thing to hear is like to try to initiate and hear no. It's not fun. So then you don't want to initiate. Because like, you, like you, you weren't really at, like you were asking, but you weren't really asking per se. You were requesting, and that's something different. You know what I'm saying? How often do you say no? How often do I say no? Personally? I don't know. Never. Almost. Um, not, not much, clearly. Uh, no. Right? So because you don't say it much. I have said it, though, in other you, relationships, though. Yeah, but not much. In general, mm, right? Depends. Like you would say, you can do it, and guys do. It. They don't have. They don't say no. They, quote unquote, get too drunk and fall asleep. They are like. So isn't that the same thing? If a if a woman did that, got too drunk and fell asleep. Oh, baby, I'm tired. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, that's what I'm saying is no matter what, both sides are getting rejected. But if you actually don't want to have sex and then you don't say no, 
you're thinking in your head like, oh my God, rejection is so terrible. I can never reject her. So I'm not going to reject her. And then now you're afraid to initiate on her because you don't like rejection. You've been avoiding it this whole time in the yeah. sense that you even avoid yourself from saying no. Oh, that's real. That's real though. So it's your own projection. Yeah. If you just said no, which now you can do and realize you're in a good, secure, safe relationship, yeah, you can say no now. But it's so hard because there's so many mental things that are, are wrapped up in all this, right? It's like control and powers, all these other dynamics that people want to bring into it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Well, that's, that's what I mean when I was saying, like, if I get close to your dick and I still ask, and usually they still say it's a hell yes. And I'm like, is it though? Because maybe you just are excited at the fact that some girl chose you, you know? But that's just excitement. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but you, you, that doesn't mean you want to have sex. And no. the thing is... Uh, Sometimes I come quick if I don't want to have sex. That's the other secret. Okay. Sometimes I do it on purpose. Because I feel like you should have known that the vibe was like not here, but you were insisting in the way that women insist. And so my, insi- like my, my like rebellion about your insistence... That's the same thing as girls speaking orgasms. Yeah, this it is. is interesting yeah, though. But it's a real one though. <laughs> and I'm really going to sleep. <laughs> yeah, because you can actually do that. Yeah, um, exactly. But I, I think that's interesting to hear that there's a lot of moments that both of us don't want to have sex, and both of us are saying sex, saying yes to it because we're both afraid of rejection. Yes, I mean rejection is. Because rejection, it's because rejection makes you feel it, it's an extra thing. I think re- re- rejection comes with like a couple of emotions packaged in. You know, it's like shame for wanting it and somebody else didn't want it. Think like worthiness, yeah. right? Then that comes into a situation where like, oh, now they don't want to have sex with me because like blah, 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 blah. And it, I mean, insert whatever, whatever thing that you have been latching onto in your mind that's going to make you, you know what I mean? So... Rejection comes with just fear. Is it me? Is it is it us? Like, is there something going on with us that this person's gonna have? Like, there's so much shit. So it's uh, it's almost like the thought of rejection. You know that it comes with like so many cascading negative thoughts that could happen that you're just like, I don't want to jump off the cliff. I don't want to go down the rabbit hole of like, but why doesn't she want to have sex with me? Mm-hmm. You know, that's a question that you don't want to ask. So you're just like. I would rather not know like that she does or does like. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, than to yeah. deal with all the cascading emotions that I'm gonna think about it all day. Why didn't you want to have sex with me this morning? I would rather just know. Like, I would rather want to know why not. And if the reason is, look, I'm not into you today. I'm thinking about maybe our relationship is almost over because of like four other things that happened during the week. Look, <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? Yeah, that definitely. <laughs> okay, that happens never. Who's saying that? Do people comment that. you're not saying that? You don't you do that? But you don't you be doing that? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. But <laughs> You're so brutal I, to the strangers. I didn't have I like if That's I'm why not you like it. It's anonymous, right? <laughs> That's why you like it. You can be like, are you like an anonymous dominatrix? <laughs> One night stand girl, you know. like come out in the leather, you're like, listen. <laughs> <laughs> this is how it's gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> uh for me, like if someone says no, I like I'm, I don't want to have sex with you. I would want to know why, you know? Or like if if someone's like, "Hey, like I can't do this right now." And they're just like, "Okay, fuck. I have to say no to her now." So, I do receive the no pretty often. But I think my relationship with sex has changed obviously over the last bit. So, I now say like, "Do you want to have sex?" 
I, I, I won't just like grab your fucking dick like I used to, you know? Yeah, that's better, I think. If someone, yeah, I think that's better. Do you want to have sex? Yeah. Because it's just ask the question. Yeah. And I, I think like the last partner I had was like, I know you like to play. <laughs> Whatever. Like, yeah, I, I know you like to play and you, you say that the outcomes don't matter, blah, 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 blah. Um, but maybe sometimes I'm just in the mood for a quickie. What do you think about this? And I said, you got to give me a signal if you want to just have a quickie. And I have to be in the mood to receive that mm. because I'm not a cum bucket. And if you think mm. that because no. we're in a relationship that I owe you, okay, I don't know. Like the partners I had, they would just be like, be naked when I'm there. You know, like they, they would literally mm. objectify me in these ways. But mm-hmm. again, this is a nice space of worthiness where I put myself in that position. Mm. And I, I mean, be naked when I get home is pretty, you don't like that? I, I don't think questionable. I don't know if I'd like that right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. It depends on who's coming from, right? I don't think I would like it at all. So my no. last my last partner, our dirty talk in comparison to my partner before, like our partner, my partner before, which is raunchy shit. Like we okay. just say like gross, naughty shit to each other. Yes. This next one, the, the most recent one, it was like poetic, raunchy shit. You know, mm. it was just like the love letter joints. Yeah, it was like love letter stuff, right? And I was like, like this is um, hot. I guess to me, I feel like I know there's a lot of novelty in sex, but like, I don't know. Some of the novelty would be lost on me these days. I'm just like, meh. It's cool. It's almost like, it's almost like I came out of a stage in my life where like I was like really at the like glorifying sex like at the altar of this shit you know what i'm saying at the altar of the a disciple of this shit you know and i'm not saying that sex is not an important part of relationships emotional growth and whatnot but there's certainly a stage in, in a way that people are doing it where it becomes like a deity everything is about that but at a certain stage it's like so for me now even like dirty talk i'm like uh i don't know if i'm about to sit here and like use my mental capacity to like fantasize about having sex that I know that I'm going to have tonight. But I think it was more of the fantasy of just like, I'm, I'm so enamored with the memory of you mm. that this makes that this turns my body on, mm. you know, that my body remembers you, you know? Like so it's, it's hot in a romantic way mm. because it's basically just saying, I miss you and mm. I want to see mm. you, but I'm, I'm giving you an eagerness of my body. That makes sense. Feeling for you. Right. I think that that's, again, one of those interesting things about how do you have a healthy sex life in your relationship without, like, glorifying the sex, without objectifying the other person? Because I think I used to be uh, way less sexual in my, like, serious relationships, like, with the trees and whatnot, mm-hmm. because it was, like, I felt yeah, weird. attachment. Yeah, I, yeah, I felt weird about objectifying, like, this, like, uh, you know what I mean? It's just different. It's like, this is my girl, this is my friend. You know, I'm not trying to, like... Yes, I want to throw fuck some girl, but I'm not trying to throw fuck you, you know, mm-hmm. because like, that's not the point. That wouldn't even be like as fun because I don't, that's not the, mm-hmm. that's not the energy. I don't feel that way towards you. So I don't mm-hmm. want you to, you know, I don't want to do that. You know what I mean? I don't want you to be joking. Like somebody can be joking, but not like, I don't know. It's weird. Now I think about it, it's kind of, I don't know. Mm, interesting. Yeah. I don't know. It's just about, again, I think that's the most interesting thing we've talked about is just going back to the stranger versus like committed or like not committed relationship but someone that you've been with for a while and what is the kind of uh spectrum of it's weird like 
I have more vanilla sex with partners and I have all the fun sex with strangers because like you said, you know, like you're not going to throat fuck some, like your, your girl yeah, it's in the same way. I'm like, I'd always have partners that are like, I'm just trying to make love with you, but love to you. And you're just like, fuck me harder and faster and da da da. Yeah. And you're like, and uh, okay, clearly I have issues, but you know, um, I was like, why? And I was like, last night was really hot because you're really like aggressive. And he was like, I know, but I was like scared halfway doing it. And I'm like, okay, yeah, well, sure, why, why would you then don't do it? But I feel like, like you said, I think it's all about that rejection game of like, if I don't say yes or if I don't do it, then I'm rejecting her and then she'll reject me. Yeah, but it's because every everybody's had these rejection moments though. So like you, you're you going off of memory. Like you're going off of like, okay, every dude has like a story about one time when he was supposed to be having sex with some girl, the condom and probably like was drunk or some shit, slipped that shit off and was like, like and had his shit fucking torn apart about that shit. I feel like that has happened to every, like a mini man. Like that's just not and okay. It's well deserved. Yeah, it's, it's not, not okay. <laughs> it's not okay. It's yeah. not okay, right? But so when you start to think about like things like that, when but you, that's not rejection. That is just you fucked up. I mean, yes, but you know what I'm saying. I, <laughs> I, I, I know, no, no, I get it. I get it. Okay, that's different. I'm it, is different. it is different. It is different. It rejection is different. Rejection is like no, straight up. I don't want to have sex right now. Yes, yes. Okay, that's fair. But what I just mean about the whole situation is that <laughs> you just don't even want none of the like. I just feel like negative feedback when you're naked always sucks. So it's a vulnerability thing. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Probably. Because you're naked at this point. No, I just mean like, yeah. Like I mean, emotionally naked. like. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, mm-hmm. this is all I have. And yeah. I offered what I had and you said no. no. <laughs> yeah, that's, okay. I get it. Cause they, I think they the rejection see. happens once you arrive in bed. You know, it's like. Hey, do you want some company? Okay, like, sure, hang out, come over, blah, 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 right? And then when we get to it, it's like, no, this isn't working out. That's right. And that happens so often because maybe you're tired, you're frustrated, you're like, it's mostly you're tired, right? And you just don't, if you're going to perform half-assed, you're just not going to perform, so you're just going to say no. But I feel like the performance framing of all this is so, like, I started to really hate that towards the end. Of just this whole like I just just think in my head like I would be having sex with a girl and just be thinking like I don't work for you. But why do you think that you have to work for her? Like because where, you're framing thing? everything about performance. The other place that you have performance management is at your job. When but, else is somebody talking to you about performing? Like hey, I brought you here to do some task no and you're not doing that the way that. that you're supposed to be doing that and that's not okay. So I why would you come to my bed if you're not going to do that? Sorry. I get that, and I apologize for some women that do that. I know it used to be like that. But when I say, let's just have fun, let's just play around, there's no, like, there's no expectations. Nobody believes me because probably their experiences has not been like that because you've had all these girls saying, oh, really? And I'm like, yeah, really, it doesn't matter. Let's just have fun. Like, it's not a thing. Getting girls off, though, is hard work, okay? And it's hard it's work. It's not if you just asked her how. No, but then this is, listen, we talked about this, but why aren't the women, my thing is, why is it become a thing where women are like, I can't get off, I can't get off, these guys can't get me off, instead of just being like. It's also not your job. Right, that's what I'm saying, it's not my job, and my thing is like, why, if you know that there's a way that you can get off in 30 seconds, why would you be having me here for four hours trying to get you off when you know there's a 30 second trick? That don't make no sense. I think that's stupid. Okay, so I try to do that, 
I say, here's here's a four second plan right there. Big man. And then they'll be like, oh no, I'm gonna show it my way because let me show you. Let me fucking show oh, you wow. how it's done with my playbook. I'm like, but I just told you my playbook. And you you're to you're working my instrument. <laughs> telling you how to play my instrument, but you want to go play on some other chord. Is this an ego thing? That's real. Um, is it an ego thing? Yeah, it's it's but it's not would, a, it's not I'm an giving ego you thing. the literal. Yeah, label. but then you know people say, but then you really don't know. Like girls are using loose ass terms. Like, well, not really. I guess. No, this is like a three step plan. Here it is, and here's you know what? Here's some tools too. The fuck. Yeah, but that's not that fun. But it can be fun after that because that part that that's just the warm up. Right, you said you didn't want to spend the four hours, so I gave it to you in four minutes. Now, now you can do whatever the fuck you want. That's really sad because I'm thinking about it in my head, and I'm just like, no, that See, doesn't sound like fun to me. So like, this is the thing that I don't understand <laughs> why it's not fun sleep. because that's the answer. Like I, I simplified it, I simplified the process. So this is me. Like I'm, I'm solution oriented, right? So I'm like, this is the solution. You don't want to spend four hours. You don't want to think too much. Too much. Here's here's the answer. This is the playbook. You know what? Let me let me help help you halfway. Oh, no, you want to do it yourself in your stupid way. I'm trying to think about why, like... <laughs> why I'm trying to think. I'm try, yeah, I'm trying to think about, like, why, like, the... This I, is not like, attractive to you. Whole, You're, like, yeah, the whole thing, thing, I'm just like, uh, sit down, shut up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, into it. I know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think about it. I, I think the reason why guys can't get into it is just, like, I think we can't understand how to have fun in that way, again, because of the zapping is ejaculation. Like, so, if a girl's just, like, playing around, like, doing, like, the Tantra shit, I'm just, like, dog, like, I don't want to be in this experience where, like, I'm almost about to come because, like, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do this. I want to do, like, the part. But I think that's, like, an addicting part of, like, that's the part we've got, gotten addicted to. Like, we're trying to, like, the visuals and the ejaculation. Yeah. So, the climax if it's not the visuals or the ejaculation, like, this isn't fun. Because sex has to do with visuals and ejaculation. And so, why would I be doing something that doesn't have to do with that? I it feel does, like that's it does have to do with that. I've just shortened it so that it can happen easier I'm and just more saying, seamlessly. I just like that's what the boys are thinking about it. They're just like, thanks for your playbook, but like, I came here with my own sense of what fun is. And you're trying to tell me what fun is for you, and that's cool. But so then when are we going to find a compromise where both of our fun match or do you have to just like keep chopping around? Yeah, keep chopping around. So some, yeah, keep chopping around so somebody gives a fuck to give you what you want. Truly. That's that like ridiculous. that like that really cares that if they come in three minutes that you're going to be mad at them the next morning all day. Then they're going to be like, uh, I guess I should start figuring out how to like do this better. That That's a thing. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah, we, I I don't I honestly don't understand when people say that to me. They're like, "I'll do better next time." I'm like, "Did I say anything?" You decided I, that your performance level was not good enough for whatever stupid reason. I didn't say anything. It's happy the whole time. Do you usually say that? Maybe they're just personally upset with their performance. Maybe yeah, they wanted they, five they, touchdowns. They only got one. Maybe. Or like but fifteen the, uh, yards but then, and zero touchdowns. But then communicate it to me and say like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna do better next time." I'm like, "Well, do you want to know how?" Mm-mm. No. So then what is this? What is this? We're going to sit here and wait for you to like f- figure this out? Why can't no. I? Let me See, just help you. A, a, Let me a, help you get there. This is a perfect, situa- this is a perfect uh, example of 
uh, a lack of like. Am I emasculating you? Is no, this no, 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 a miscommunication. <laughs> when the guy says like, I'll do better next time, what he means is, I'm sorry for this time. <laughs> That's what he's saying. He's saying, he's saying, I, I, I'm I sorry every time. Yeah, I mean, you can be sorry. <laughs> That's what they call sorry guys. Oh, God. They're like, they're sorry. Oh, shit. You know, I mean, because he's just like, you know, I've just been a long day at work, you know, blah, blah, blah. I've just been stressed, you know. I just want to relax, you know. It puts a lot of pressure on me when you're trying to, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. You have high expectations, you know what I'm saying? Like, what are the rest of the stuff that you say? Like, oh, uh, like, you know, listen, man, you know. It ain't that easy, all right? <laughs> I mean, my go-to in that situation is like, hey, man, I just always be like, man, that shit is fire. You said it was fire and it was fire. I'm sorry. I should have listened to you. Jeez. I'll do better next time. Okay, okay. Just like go in the bathroom if you got a four second thing and then come out and then not be pissed and just have the fun that you're having with like whatever dick that you're getting. I've done that before. Like if you don't know, like if I want to go like to a girl's house or something, I don't know what the score is going to be or what the deal is. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to like jack off before I go. So that, like, no matter what, I'm like, if I'm really horny after all of this, then, like, I really wanted to. If, in other words, I'm not pressed because it's, mm -hmm. like, it's chill. I, like, took that yeah, and I hormonal think, imbalance down. I think more women should do that, and they don't. Or just do it yourself. Do that's what your, I mean, do like, it yourself. But that's fucked up. I mean, but dudes why? do it a lot themselves, like a ton. So do women. Right. So then why is it, like, weird? Why do women? I feel like women are weird about it, though. Are they getting less weird about it? They're getting less weird about it. When I was younger, I thought so, it was weird. Really weird I used to, I used to work at a sex toy company. I wrote all this, the product descriptions for their first e-commerce site. One million jobs. <laughs> this 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 woman has had one million jobs. Worked for every cool company. I, just, oh, I used to work for Off. Yeah, I did a couple of their Instagram stories. It's interesting. You know. Anyway, um, so I did that. I wrote all the sex toy. Um, products reviews right um, and I would have like literally a shopping cart full of new toys every Monday and I have to write all the descriptions for it so mm -hmm. I had like these like buckets of sex toys in my house because I would just take the ones that I wanted home so I would get them and um, obviously I have a fucking shit ton of toys when my, my girls come over go, go grab them take them home I don't care you know whatever Happy birthday. I don't know. So they would come home with these toys. And every one of their boyfriends, if anyone had a boyfriend, started, just hated me. Yeah. What was the man trying to say? What was the man trying to say? I don't know. What am I trying to say? All I want is my friends to have fun with themselves. Why, why did I suddenly threaten you? Nah, but okay. I got to speak on this, though. Okay. The toys is not cool. Or like, okay, let me, let me say it better. Let me, let me say it better. Let me say it better. Let me say it better. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm going to say it better. I'm going to say it better. Here's the thing. That toy and yourself will always, always, always get you off mm -hmm. better, faster, more efficient than any person ever could because you're doing it to yourself and your, your brain is receiving the exact same stimuli that you're giving to it with this super duper dick that you have in there. Like whose dick is like, like, ugh, so but many But no things. one's competing. It's not, nah, it's not, it's not a, not, you know, it's not a competition. This is what happens with the competing though. Like you have uh, conditioned yourself. 
condition yourself, especially with girls who masturbate semi-frequently, right? You don't understand that, like, okay, first you start with your little toy. It took you, like, two minutes to get an orgasm. And then you're like, I wonder if I can, like, get two. Maybe I get, like, I know a lot of girls who, like, really don't understand how the, like, playing with themselves, like, escalation of, like, orgasms has, like, fucked with their mind about what is possible in real life. Like, listen, darling, the, 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 the one-hour, like, session that you had in this quarantine while you were bored as fuck is, like, some shit that, like, I don't know that that's what I'm doing. Like, you know what I mean? Why it's, not? Why can't it be? I don't know. Like, I don't think that's the situation because that fucking thing right there doesn't, doesn't have a zap. It doesn't, it doesn't breathe. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't. Well, it's an accessory, too. To you. Oh. Yeah, that's real. Right? So, mm. if, I'm, if I pull out something and I say, this is an accessory to you, why, why is it a competition? It's there to help you get there faster. And it'll also stimulate to you, too. Like, like there's so much we and pleasure involved and sharedness. Visuals and ejaculation. <laughs> so is it not visually appealing to see a girl with a sex toy while you're fucking her? Mm, I'm curious. So. Maybe. I used to really be into, like, masturbation. Like girls masturbation. Yeah, so what's wrong with that with I, the helper? The helper the what what I found over time was that the helper with with time became a situation where now you are again like it's like it's like if men have a flashlight. You ever know you know what a flashlight is? Of course I do. I wrote about yeah. them. Okay, yeah. Flashlights <laughs> are, you know, the, the original, you know, the OG. So I think more men should have flashlights. More men do have flashlights, they just are alive. <laughs> it's fucked oh, up, but I that's that. that's what that's, I mean. I, I think they real, need to though. have inanimate flesh. I know, but lights like, I know, and stop using women as cum buckets or sex toys. I mean, stop this. But I just can't ever understand like how if it you're would be in a safer. casual situation that the girls are not also treating me as a sex toy. That's what what we're talking about toys right now. Like if you like and you want, an I'm accessory not because to- I have sex toys. I have a million fucking sex toys. I don't have a man. A man's a different story. Everything else. Is an accessory too. I can I can use bucket A or bucket B. There's like different buckets depending on the man that I'm gonna be ha- having sex with. I'll be like, oh, this one gets the beads, and the other guy doesn't. And that guy gets the clamps. I don't fucking know, <laughs> but that's exciting for me. Wow, yeah, I haven't even like really been <laughs> deep down into the world of toys, man. Like, the more you talk in this show, the more I'm like, wow, what I said at the beginning is pretty spot on. <laughs> <laughs> It, okay, we do talk shit about the girl. Okay, that's interesting. Ooh, what? Okay, what? What? Which girl? Now that this is something that's interesting <laughs> about. Here's some tea for y'all. <laughs> what the boys do talk about though is the girls who are like, what would you say, like, uh, like scared of the dick or like not scared of the dick or like, uh, I was trying to fuck this girl and she's too much dick because. You can only do what you, what, you, what you have with, you know? So everybody's anatomy is different. Everybody's situation is different. So, you know, like some girls, they have like more shallow vaginal cavities. So if you got a larger dick and you're going from the back, this girl's like, whoa, I don't know if that's going to work for me. Okay, okay. You know? And if that's your favorite position and you feel like you got a big dick and that's like the point, then you're like, the fuck is wrong with you? Like, most girls would be extremely... Like, you know, but that's, again, like an ego, like, it's, it's all, you know, but that's when you'd be like, 
Like, oh, bro, like, how's that going? Like, this chick running for some dick. Runner. Mm. You know what I mean? You'd be like, wait. Like, because it's like, what do you mean? Like, so, so this is the male version of, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the male version of really. The, the, the male version of really is literally girl, like the hoppers. Like, oh my God. Okay, actually, there's, 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 a couple of, there's a couple of reallys from our side. If you're a squirter and you didn't tell nobody, fucking really? Seriously? Like, wow. You didn't know this before right now? You're just going to, like, that's a, that's, a, that's a violation in my opinion. Like, Wait, you're upset about this? Yeah, because listen, um, I'm a grown man. I have like a whole situation. If you knew that you were a person who does this, that's okay. But I could have put a towel down. I could have done some shit. Like maybe I don't have any sheets in the laundry. So all of a sudden now I'm gonna have a soaked ass bed, which is cool. But we actually have to sleep here, my G. I could have. But you don't. They don't know. They be knowing. No, they don't. They be knowing. No, they don't. They be knowing. Maybe you know, I know a girl who knows knows, and she knows. My friend That's was talking about a situation That's... that he was with in, in Croatia. He was like, "Bruh, this girl." He was like, "Why didn't you tell me?" She was like, eh, "I knew, but like, uh. and I'm like, you gotta know." Okay, that's one. Then there's the girls who. So wait, you're just mad about the sheet situation because then. Yeah, I mean, I'm just not worried just... about the sex situation, like the square situation, but it's a lot though. What's a lot? It's a lot of liquid. There's a lot of like, it's a lot of shit going on. So then, how do you feel about anal? That's also a lot of shit going yeah, on. Yeah, literally. So well sexed prude. I don't really do anal much oh neither. That's not my deal. <laughs> anal, uh, you know, I just never really. When I was younger, I never really had any girls that were really super about it, right? I mean, I've done it before, obviously, but I never had somebody that I was fucking with on a regular who wanted it on the regular, is what I would say. It's, it's also fascinating when girls come, like, super fast. Because usually for guys, like, it's like this whole marathon. That's, like, the whole drama of it. It's like, oh, you didn't, weren't, like, lasting long enough. So when a girl can't last more than, like, 30 seconds before she's like off on the orgasm train. That's a little annoying too, though, because it, it like fucks up the flow of what's happening. So it'd be like, you really gonna come every 30 seconds? Like that, I'm just like, you know, I'm telling you from, telling you from the boys' perspective, we'd be like, there's a lot of judgment on these girls. There's a ton of judgment Why on is us. There there's so a ton much? of judgment on us. We started this whole shit with like performance. If performance okay, is a girl is not like, oh my God, he grunts like this, or oh my God, he like thrusts like that. Like, no, yeah. they don't think about this shit. That's not true. I have lots of friends who are girls who have told me all types of weird shit about the dudes. Like, he sounded like this, or he said this when he came, or he did like this. fucking the wrong people, clearly. So the right (laughs) people should be just, what, silent? You should just like that part about them. The last guy I was with was like, tell me this pussy's mine. And I was like, don't give me no possessive shit. Because oh, you know me and my feminist shit, 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 right? So. <laughs> it is you know what it is, right? So it's yours, clearly. The, the yours, so I didn't, I mean. didn't fucking say shit. And then if I don't say anything, he's gonna keep asking, right? So we're gonna have the conversation after the fact. Be like, so why did you say this? Because you know I don't like possessive. It's not gonna sit well with me. You're asking the wrong girl for this. You know what I mean? So it's like. But did you say it? Because you said you're gonna ha- handle it afterwards. That means you said it, right? I didn't say anything. Oh, you just continue to be silent? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then they had to address it the next day. So, like, 
why can't you do that? So I can be like, you kind of sounded like, I don't like it when you sound like this. Like you literally just say, let's have sex differently next time. But is this a whole rejection thing that you're like, mm, I can't ask, I can't say this. You're like, it's like I a taboo. You're, like, like, you're like, no, I'm not going to do that that way. You wouldn't do that. Yeah. But like he wanted he, you to, but see, he, you not telling him is he's probably over in there in the cascade going, so is it not mine since you won't say it? Yeah, it's not yours. He's like, well, then whose is it? Mine. Because he doesn't think it can be yours. Isn't that fucked up? Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. that's crazy. That, that's a whole nother level of a conversation we should have another day. That's, but. A, <laughs> that's, 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 that's crazy. Like, it's got to belong to some man, and so it belongs to me. That's wild. I just thought that is, about that. That is some bullshit, yep. That's wild. This can't be mine. <laughs> like, can't be it's yours. just attached like, to me, but that's it. It's, it's, it's obviously somebody else's. That's very strange. Okay, I'm going to wrap up yeah, with some on. questions. Okay. What did you think of me the first time you met me, and what did you think differently now after this conversation? I always thought you were a weirdo. <laughs> no, Duh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I thought that you would be an interesting person. I think now, though, now, though, I, I, I walked away from this conversation understanding, like, why your stranger thing is the way that it is. <laughs> I didn't even realize. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Like, that makes so much sense now. And just, you know, as a friend, I just want to say, like, yeah, we should talk about that. That's, like, probably blocking some intimacy, you know, the idea that you can not have sex, like, meaningful sex with someone that you, like, know, like, so that you have to keep, like, knowing randos to try to get them to perform at the level that you want them to, but they don't care about you because they don't know you. So that's interesting. You know, that's, like, an interesting conundrum. My last question to you is, out of everything we spoke about, is there anything that jumped out to you that you like to invite another man to elaborate on in another episode on the show? Yeah, I think I want to somebody to elaborate on like the idea that we're always walking around like calling women sluts because they're sexually like positive. I just don't think that's true. And I know that other men will be like, yeah, I don't like we collectively, we, like collectively we, it is its own positive thing. Like, what do you mean? Like if the girl is having sex, like and a bunch of dudes are looking for people to have sex with, how could that not be a good thing? That's a positive. That's like, yeah. Because there'd be guys out there ruining that situation. Because if I'm here, like, being sexually positive, I'll have a couple duds that'll just disrespect me. Mm-hmm. You know, like, not wear team. condoms and, you know, mm-hmm. this, act this way, whatever, and make me feel like shit about it. And then I will move that energy to some of the good guys, you know, mm-hmm. that, that we are actually having good, fun no strings attached, happy sex with. And then I ruin everything. Right. These because these guys. Yeah, because of the fuck boys. Mm. Yeah. Poisonous. Yeah, literally. Anyway. Well, thanks for having me on the show. This whole conversation about rejection and sex is really interesting. I hope we can talk more about it in another episode and particularly the judgment around sex positive women. I still believe the double standard exists, but I could be telling myself an old story. Can we rewrite the narrative? Make sure to subscribe, and if you'd like to be on the show or know someone with a unique perspective, slide into my DMs at Miss Amanda Chen on Instagram, and I'll see you next Wednesday with more episodes of 100 Masked Men. <laughs>